It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions coming your way in just a moment. First, we thank Dr. Birch and Birch Orthodontics for their support of Seminole Headlines, always rely on that we appreciate that you can rely on them to do a great job for you and your family ira and i did his three daughters my two sons we remind you of that every week for good reason birch orthodontics dr birch came back at you last week on twitter she did i loved it i thought it was great she said she could punch me (laughs) she said i didn't see that she said uh, because jeff had talked about maybe slap it like she might slap around the kids once in a while oh right and uh and and she said no, I adore all of your children, which was very sweet to yes, say. Yeah, right. That's yeah. very sweet to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, the only one I want to punch is you, Jeff. Oh, nice. But there then I think she did an LOL. So yeah, she okay. did. She yeah, she can't bring herself to just say it and right. leave it there. Right. Which would have been really, really. It would have been great. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah, it made me laugh. I thought it was great. She's got a wonderful sense of humor. She's also expert at what she does. And so you want yeah. that. Go to Birch Orthodontics. For your kids. If you want the best for your kids. That's correct. If you don't want the best for your kids, yeah. take them somewhere any, else. Any other Some orthodontist. slappy yeah. anywhere down the road, but it, no. <laughs> if you care about them <laughs> yeah. and you want to prove that everybody care about them, send them to Birch Orthodontics. The website is B-U-R-C-H Orthodontics, birchorthodontics.com. You can get free consultations. They do tremendous work. Best in the business. Can't say enough about them. They love the Knowles. They're great people. And as Corey said, there's a lot of uh, people that are nice to look at in the office. You know, That was one of your big takeaways from uh, – I don't think I've ever been in the office. Stephanie told you. Oh yeah, she did. That's right. Yeah, that's a. It's a very, a, very so attractive. attractive yeah. Aesthetics are really nice. Yeah. The aesthetics yeah. are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, she did the impossible. She convinced Clark to wear his rubber bands and to be diligent about it. And man, that kid is diligent. Like we were driving halfway to school the other day. He's like, "Oh, turn around! I forgot my rubber bands." <laughs> Damn it, man! And then you slapped him. I did. Yeah. But I because well, Heather won't yeah. slap the other rubber yeah. bands out. I said, "Come on, man." It's up to you not to forget this sort of thing. He's like, well, I did. Go back. I need him. Which so, which side came out? Let me get rid of the other side, too. It was impressive. It was impressive. Anyhow, his teeth are looking good these days, and if you had seen them beforehand, you'd know they're miracle workers yeah. at Bircher's. <laughs> <laughs> miracle workers, I tell you. Um, all right. This probably isn't the correct forum, but please don't stop creating Coach Speak. This is from Mary. Oh, thanks, Mary. Hey, you're welcome, Mary. It is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, and I look forward to it every week. And also, Ben does a great job finding the clips. Kudos to all of you. Well, thanks, Mary. That's a hell of a thing. Thanks, Mary. And uh, yeah, in the video last week, Ben, good job. I told Ben the other night, good job. He, uh, when <laughs> the Patino talking about how he never criticizes the refs in the video, he's got uh, like several photos of Patino just dog cussing. Oh, them at him. Yeah, yeah, it seemed a little. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if I believed him when he said that. I don't know if he was being, he might have been being ironic. The other thing I wanted to retort, you know, like you have a conversation, somebody says something and you don't. You don't think you retort till later. So when you said when I defended the girl that asked the stupid Lions question, mm. the stadium question, the cold in Detroit, oh yeah, question, yeah, yeah, and you said yeah, it's kind <laughs> of what we what we do on the show. Here's the difference though: though we're making fun of people who make millions of dollars. We're making fun of the Chad Swaffords and and the yeah, co- the yeah. the, co- the coaches in the NFL and college football, whatever that make millions of dollars. You know, we're not making fun of a, of a reporter say, though, who's making nineteen grand. I guess my retort would station. be if you said something really dumb right here. You're, people are free to make fun of you oh, for saying fine. something dumb. That's fine. I'm you just know? saying we wouldn't build a show around it. Well, no, of course yeah, not. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, uh, no, you haven't will. said anything dumb in a couple, yeah, know, a couple a, minutes. Minutes at least. Yeah. Uh, Walter writes, good afternoon, gents. Lovely weather we're having today. A two-loss ACC team has no chance 
of being in the top 12 playoff next year. What say you? I wouldn't say no chance, but, I mean, look. We saw. We saw firsthand a zero-loss ACC team couldn't get in the playoffs, so I wouldn't think a two-loss. I would say it's uh, it would be unlikely but not impossible. How about that? Yeah, it depends on who the losses are to, certainly, and uh, what the wins are. Florida State's got a good schedule. Two losses there with that schedule. Let's apply it to the Knowles. Who could you lose to and still get in the playoff? Uh, that's a tough so that, That's implying you're not winning the ACC. So you could lose at Notre Dame. And you could, I don't know. You could lose in Miami. Yeah, you could lose in Ireland to Tech. And you I could don't lose think to Memphis. Real quick on that topic, I will say this. This is the only thing I want to push back on your W's and L's, buddy. Okay. Is that I agree. I, I would say 10-11 wins is definitely possible. 12 is possible. I also think there's more losses that are possible on the schedule than there were last year. Last year, they had some dead fish that they were not going to lose to. That is fair. Georgia Tech is a game they could lose. Yeah. Georgia Tech's a game. Memphis is a game they could possibly lose. Uh, if, they could po- if you don't play well. Well, you know that. Why that, are they playing Memphis? Well, first of all, that the response, the only way they lose that game is in a shootout. Well, which right. could happen. It could happen. Well, look here, man. Adam Fuller, you just got a huge raise. <laughs> if these guys are on the on Monday seat, morning, I'm letting you know right now. They're telling you in January, Adam Fuller. <laughs> if you lose like, that game to Memphis, that's I'm coming, yeah. coming for you on Monday morning. Uh, it's, it's, the gloves are off. You yeah. and your one point yeah. or two point uh, million dollar yeah, salary. That's ridiculous. You better not be losing a <laughs> shootout to Memphis right but, here. Uh, but no, man. There's just several games that like SMU is a game you could lose. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. don't come, to, I'm yeah, saying Miami. there were a bunch of games this past year where I don't think. They would have had to play terribly. Yeah, lose. and when I don't I know did, that that's the case with this. In game. fairness, when we did W's and L's, I didn't go out here and tell everybody we're going to win fifty to I nothing. I agree. I agree. I, I just, yeah. I just that's one thing yeah. I haven't had a platform to say, and I've been wanting to say it. So I took my here you go. Yeah, shot. did it. Shots. There you it is. It. Yeah. Turn his mic off. Uh, meanwhile, Tom's out here having us losing that dump of a town, <laughs> South Penn, Overcast, Sorry Stadium, Sorry. Yeah. F- oh no, can't have it. Uh, I'll be once again going to Chicago like I did last time. Eating uh, some great Italian it's food, be great. making my way. You gonna go? Yeah, you got. I to. gotta drive. Yeah, I can drive. You I drive did it. To Chicago? I did it last summer. I Let's drove to Chicago when I was in college. Uh, from with right, your girlfriend? Right here, yeah, right here in Tallahassee, but oh. not that girlfriend, different one. Ooh, and how'd I, you break up with her? No, no, that's uh, we're not getting into that. Uh, but we drove, we drove from Tallahassee to Chicago, and uh, I went to. It was the strike year. It was oh, okay. The, it was, and we went to we 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 saw the second to last game before the strike happened. It was at Wrigley. We okay, had great nice. Seats. I August great of '95 so takes you back. That was the year that uh, the bald guy from the Giants had so many home runs. August of '94. It was Matt Williams. Matt yeah, Matt Williams, Williams was chasing. Matt and Williams, Tony Gwynn was hitting 394. Yeah, yeah. Matt Williams kept going nuts. He had a home run. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. Anyhow, uh, Chaco McNasty writes taking this six-year-old daughter and wife to Orlando. To see the mouse on Thursday. Any survival guide or advice for me? I haven't been in 25 years, he writes. Get a scooter. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, tell people to get out of your way. The episode in which we talked about fat people on scooters. Get a scooter. Yeah. No, you'll be appalled at all the scooters you see. These are able bodied people who refuse to walk. (laughs) Secondly, (laughs) he ain't lying. What's this guy's name? What did he say his name was? Chaco Chaco McNasty. Yeah, he ain't lying, Chaco McNasty. Yeah, no, you'll be frustrated by that, but get a fast pass. Yes. Get a fast pass. Let's Dude, just start they changed there. all the rules, man. It's they've made a bunch of changes. What are the rules? Changes? I don't know them all. We haven't been lately. You know, back in the day, you, man, you were the show fellows were there every week. Yeah. Uh, no, apparently they've made a lot of changes. In what terms kind of, of changes? You can like, you can't get the fast pass. Anymore? There's a, like less of them. They don't have them. I think oh, you can only do it no. three times. Yeah, and then you like have to limit. get back in a line again. And you then you got to pay for them. They don't. Like, it's not part of the deal. It used to be you could get a few. You know, whatever 
So I guess what I was saying is don't go. No, yeah. I'm just saying I, I, our information isn't as current. Right. I would say this. Look if you've got into a, the ways to skip I would say the line. this. If you've got a six-year-old and you've never been before, the one thing I would caution you is don't let your expectations dictate what you think the six-year-old is going to be up for. That's because, well done. Man, They'll sit in the is, line for three hours. They will. <laughs> they will. It breaks my heart every time. I'm like, really? You want to sit here in this? So. It's, uh, okay. yeah. And, and you got to pace yourself. <laughs> if you're going for several days, just don't feel like you got to go to everything in one Fell swoop. Yeah, and if you're on a bus waiting to leave because it's been a really, really long day, and some person rides up on a scooter, uh, gets off the scooter, walks up whoa, the steps, sits buddy. down, and we got to wait ten minutes for that scooter to be loaded onto the bus. Don't let it just get understand you. you're in the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Let it flow over you. Just yeah. let it slide. You're let fine. It wash over you. It's yeah. true. Do you also, think that whoever that person was that drew your ire that way, you think they're still alive? No. It would be an upset. It would be an upset. <laughs> it's a huge upset. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, I would say, Chaco, the other thing here not is- Not because they were old either. I want to point no, that out. This well, is not we, an ageist I think we, we show. Know, we, we got it. It's, yeah. it's a different kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh Chaco, the other thing I'd say is, um, I don't know, it, it, this isn't the most salubrious choice, but- I drink all the way through Disney that helps. World. I mean, you have to kind of ease your pain somehow. What was, what was the adjective he used right there? Salubrious. Salubrious? Yes. Yeah. Uh, smart guy. He reads a lot. Team yeah. Money Knowles writes, are expectations just too high for next year, guys? That's what I'm curious about, man. I feel like there's a little bit of that. Oh, I, I, if we were on cable. But that's cool. We it's cool that they say, are, I think. You would tell I, me that. I, I, no, I would call you guys what I want to call you guys right now. And, and it, stop being soft. This is a program that is upwardly mobile, is doing great things. What? Come on now. I yeah, can't yeah. wait. You're so, going to add salubrious to your vocabulary. I, mean, I like it. I'll never remember it, but I, I like that word. That's a great word. That's got to be the first uh, we've ever had. It's been uttered on this show. Then 11 and 1 and 12 and 0 that I hear people, people talking about. I think it's highly likely we lose at least two football games. At least two, he says. At least two. One, one other th- here's one other thing that I think we're just kind of forgetting about is the. Jordan was like a security blanket, man. Like, I think he you knew if you were in a close game, he was going to, A, not turn it over, B, make good decisions, and C, probably make some plays to help you win that yeah. game. We don't know that yet about DJ in big games. Keon you know? was, too, when he was healthy. You, you, don't, you don't know what you have there offensively, and the defense won't be as good. Can't be. Um, that defense at the end of the year might have been the best defense in the country or top three, and it won't be that good this year, but it can be top 20. I, I think, think in the spring, I, by oh, the spring, I'll probably talk myself into 12 and 0, whatever. You will. But, but right now, I'm just. But know, even if they're nine or 10 wins, man, that is a good season, and you are here to stay. Don't, you have, don't disagree. You've got some footing. Don't disagree, but hold on. I don't think it's crazy to expect that. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, nine and three. Right, I agree with that. If they're out if here it's, rolling if it's out eight that wins, eight and four club, that's Corey, a come on, man, yeah. what are we doing? Well, Not a disaster. But it depends on how it plays out. You know, it depends you can't on how it fight for losses without it, a disappointment. It means you're losing yes. two, two, two or three games that you probably shouldn't lose. Also, you would think. I think maybe they get on the playoff anyway, though. <laughs> I think, by the way, that the secondary might be better. Yeah, no, it's the front I, yeah. seven that are, you know, and I think the front think four the front will be good. Be really good. Yeah, I, I don't know that it'll four. be as good though. That's Fisk and Verse are difference makers. I don't know that you have. In fact, I know you don't have that. But the collection of the but talent. You've got a full year of Daryl Jackson. No, you, you might get, be. You get an even better version of Farmer if he continues right. to trend upwards. Okay, you got Peyton back, who's about to be a star. You know he is. Listen, they, it's like the scene. I think it's kind of like that scene in Moneyball when they're trying to figure out how to replace Giambi yeah. and Damon. It's yeah, like we've got to figure out yeah. how to get. 
in like they're not going to have Burst and Fist. They lost those guys. But in the collection, in the aggregate yeah, of the all Lola, the other guys they brought in, they could get similar type production. They very well may. The Lola Haya kid is going to be yeah. good. Yeah. I, I think that they have enough in the middle to rotate without getting tired, without getting worn down. I think they'll probably be much better. Not uh, much better. They'll be better in the secondary, I think. They have a chance to be really good in the secondary. Yeah. We, we have kind of – they've recruited some freaks out there now. They've got some guys. I don't know, man. I, I think it's the cool. Might the be unknown good. is cool, man. Like it was last year going into last spring was fun because it was like, man, these are a really good team. We get to cover a really good team again. Well, I didn't know if this was ever going to happen. Now I feel like we're going to cover a good team that has a chance to be better than we think, which is a cool place to be too. It definitely does, uh, but it's just it's just not as much of a sure thing. Yeah, and I think there's that, some unknowns so that, there. A lot of unknowns. <laughs> I like this. Nick wants to know. Thoughts on how many skeletons the ACC will have us drag out before they call uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's kind of what we really, I thought, had a very engaging first 25 minutes of the show. Sorry about the rest of the show, guys. But the first 25. <laughs> that's was, the one you need to go listen to. It first. was outstanding. And I've got to say, I mean, I do. It's like a crime drama. It's like it's like The Insider. It's like a really good movie. I mean, think about what's at stake here and how desperate the parties are that are involved and now you've got people's family members get dragged. That's so awesome. I mean, they're the gloves are really off now. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, allow Swa- me to retort. Swaffy and his Swaffy and his wife are having coffee this morning like, at the table. What in the, yeah, Chad. Why is Chad's name? They're, why? Why is Chad honey, on Twitter? Honey, Chad you said they would never trending. bring. You said they would never bring up Chad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on the phone with the lawyers for the <laughs> ACC. And now look what I told you. Yeah. Here now, Chad's getting. Drug through the book. I'll be dead in a year. What do I care? But Chad has a life to live. That, this is hilarious. What's Chad doing now? Is he still at Raycom? Counting yeah, his money not, at Raycom is yeah. what he's doing thanks to dad. He's, he's yeah. up to a VP of some sort. And the uh, sweetheart deals that he they're gonna brokered with the, ESPN. Next, the, after the next ACC deal, they're going to call Chadcom. The next seminal headline is going to be Chad suing me. Yeah, I know. And we like, <laughs> Chad Swafford announced that he... <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, we go on. Walker writes, A.D. Alford posted a picture of the football-only facility uh, construction. I was absolutely thrilled to see it. It's been a long time coming. So does having one of those help us with recruiting or not? <laughs> <laughs> That's very well put. Uh, it, it, it doesn't hurt. It can't hurt it you. It cannot hurt yeah. unless it keeps you from paying a kid that you could have mm-hmm. paid. Yeah, and the other thing I would say is it's also about functionality, and nobody wants to hear this, but it really is. There are a lot of things you need to do for players to recover. They're like in terms of the latest technology with like right. ice baths and whirlpools and all the there there's very high tech stuff that goes on in good facilities that Florida State quite frankly hasn't had. And that stuff's appealing when you're bringing in parents to say, look, we're gonna help your kid get ready for the NFL because you're gonna train the best. He's gonna have the best recovery, all the all facilities you need. So it does help in recruiting as well. It's not just because it's a pretty building. There are functional reasons it helps as well. Uh, what will happen first, writes Nate. The U is back. Ira gives a full-throated hour number two. Mm. Or Sweet Pea and Stephanie have a Noel baby. <laughs> oh, well, I wow. can tell you what's happening I, last. I was I was all in on C without even knowing it. Like, no I was like, chance. You have number a much three. better there chance. There it is. Yeah, yeah. You have a much better chance of saying hour number two before that happens. Can you, God, can you Brady imagine? would be such a good big brother, though. Yeah, yeah. He would be in college. There's a part of me that would love it just for just, just – because like, I know it would be an accident, and I would love yes. to see your reaction. <laughs> and I'd be like, wait, wait, what is this? What, what, what is you, this? What are you saying to me? This what? is a COVID test, right? Uh, like, this is a COVID test you're positive Stephanie, for. Stephanie, we're old. What are you doing? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
love the thought of it. It would be so good. Uh, so I guess we're going to go with Ira's no, hour number two. No, well, so. you, what was the first do one? Do you stop going to be back? No. I mean, at some point. They've been saying it a long time. I mean, time. I, I guess that probably, if Ira's just going to steadfast never say it, then he's right. kind of putting in the in the universe that Miami will be back someday, which he should just own up and say, <laughs> I'll do an hour number two. Read, mm-hmm. read the chat. Oh, I have a Yeah, we could. Yeah. We welcome our baby Chad Clark. <laughs> go, thanks, Noel. Dad. Uh, I think you go with uh, Chad. I call him Chad. Yeah. 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 Chadwick Clark is in a different That sounds great. That's not bad. He could be a Nepo baby, too. He, he could take like, over War Champ. Yeah, he sounds like a guy that you would get a job illegally and have money funneled his way that's through fine. deals you broker. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. Absolutely. We could do that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Stock Hill hire? Stock Still. Stock Still. He wrote, I, I read what he wrote. That's uh, I man. I think it's an incredible hire. I mean, the fact that you got a guy in that position. So Rick Stockstill, former Middle Tennessee State coach. Anybody's watching this probably knows. But is this a new role on the so staff? He, no, he's replacing John Garrett. Who oh yeah, yeah. Okay, who, that's yeah, right. Okay. So the position yeah. is director of scouting of an uh, offense. And I did a story on John Garrett when he took that job. They created that job about a little less than two years ago, and uh, it's part of this new scouting department that they have. He reports to Derek Ray, who's the general manager. But basically, there's two functions to that job. One is evaluating the roster you have. So Rick Stockstill will be – part of his job is looking at Florida State's current roster and projecting for next year of right. like, what do we have, what do we need to get better at, evaluating those players. So it's not just, hey, these are the guys we have. Like they are constantly evaluating the players they have, whether or not they need to maybe get more speed next yeah. year, or those types of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that helps them in forming the recruiting decisions, transfer, transfer decisions. It also helps them do some advanced scouting for games. So, like, maybe during the summer, he'll be breaking down film, coming up with suggestions for the game plan for Alex Atkins and Mike Norvell when they get to those games in yeah, the week season. Yeah, week four, so week five, week six, yeah. So, there's two elements to it. And, man, Rick Stockstill, I think, would be a home run in, in both of them. Yeah, and he was an OC. He's been a D1 OC. Yeah. He was a head coach for 18 years. I mean, yeah. Dropped a huge number on Miami's face out yes. there in the orange. Oh, excuse me. Told, told them all about yeah, it, too. Yeah, yeah. Told, yeah, told them all about it. It was beautiful. And and said to the folks in Tallahassee, I know you appreciate that. That was yeah. funny. Andy, uh, he he was the quarterback That's what in I was 80 bring up, when yeah. they uh, beat Nebraska and Pitt back-to-back. That he didn't is- have huge games in those games. I, I looked it up. It wasn't worth putting in the story. Uh, but, but he, he was a quarterback of record. He, he beat Dan Marino is what he, he did. Dan Marino. He beat him by two touchdowns. Wasn't really competitive. Wasn't competitive. Wasn't Marino, competitive. Marino. Dan, you, don't ask Dan about it. No. no. <laughs> He's still mad about it. You, you wonder know, if stock Mar- still. Do you think you just Marino, bring up stock yeah, still. Yeah. I bet, because Marino was a sophomore, I think, then. Do you think if you asked him the score of that game, he'd remember it? Probably. Because he only yeah. lost like three times in college. Yeah, I would think he remember And would he remember the opposing quarterback? Oh, that's, yeah. I think I guys like that, there's some – like, I remember, bet they remember some stuff from high school. I yeah, bet they remember that game, too. I was going to say, he probably remembers that more than he does a bunch of games. Yeah, the, the times he beat the yeah. Bills. Yeah, and you can remember if something really upset you, and if you only lost three times, you'd be upset. You'd yeah. remember all three of those, I would think, that would show through. Uh, yeah, by the way, I, I first I just kind of thought whatever about that hire, but good job describing that Ira. Why that's a good hire? I I, I think you're right about that. That's, yeah, I think that's he's good. no, and it's cool that he wants to be here, man. He, again, well, he loves yeah, he's yeah, a no, yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah. and that's cool, and it's good for Norvell to have another head coach on the side. I mean, it's just I think it's awesome in a yeah. lot of ways. And he'll know he's not going to be trying to be the head coach. He's going to know no, his role. He, well, but he's at the end of his career. He it's, knows. it's always and good Kevin to have Steele. an extra set yeah. of eyes and another brain. Kevin right. Steele sneaking up from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we got an analyst role. Let's yeah, bring in Kevin. Yeah, sure, Kevin. Uh, but also, I always think that it would be fun to be in that role. How do guys handle having to sit the head coach down and say, "Let me tell you about your roster. Mm. We are slow as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we cannot 
coach, we got to go here, here, and here. But it's probably all analytical driven. Like here are the oh, plays yeah. from this, this, you know, like yeah. It, it's probably pretty easy. You just lay it out and say we don't hit over the top plays. Find some guys that can. Do you think that it seems like the, this transfer portal group that they brought on the offensive line is very interior focused? Um, do you yeah. think that speaks to their confidence at tackle, or do you think because of the way the offense is going to be constructed, it's going to be more important to be stronger? I think the they want to bully ball a little bit more. Yeah. I think they want to run the ball between the tackles and have some success doing that. I think they understand that you're not going to have DJ go outside the tackles and run the football right. himself. You're going to have to get the short yardage numbers there. In, north in and the, south. In the, going yeah, north and north south. north and south. You bring Ferguson like that. You're yards. bringing that kid from Florida, Richie, whatever his name is. You bring in those guys. Yeah, you, you've got size there. You already have a lot of size there. I love the way they talked about Roy Dell Williams, the running back. Yeah, that the was The Alabama guys. I mean, they love that. He said kid. that he's got. He just lights up a room. He's always got a smile on his face, oh, even if buddy, he's having a bad day. Like that's the stuff hear. you need in a practice field. It's yeah. just what you need. You need personalities like that and people like that. Seminole headlines, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Back to headliner questions. And uh, Panama Lowell writes, can you please tell me who's complaining about the schedule? It would be a lot harder if we were in the SEC or the Big Ten. I don't know too many people are complaining about the schedule, are they? I mean, there were a few people early on. But yeah, people would even be the complaint. Yeah, well, I mean, people would bitch. I mean, yeah. it's a great schedule. Yeah. yeah. You get to go to Notre Dame. You're hosting Clemson. You're hosting Florida. Uh, you get to go, you know. You have three I, buys. You get to go to Ireland if you want to go. Yeah. I mean, really, the only, like, sliver of a thing you could complain about a little bit is the fact that Notre Dame gets a buy before you do and you don't get a buy. Yeah. But I think. It sounded like there was some wrangling there that could have been an option, but they chose to not have it. Yeah, because they I got think, something else. Right, they got something else, and the buys fall at a perfect time. Most of them, anyhow, the I part. think. And then I also think, like, look, I think North Carolina is going to suck. So that stretch that people are concerned yeah, about, if, I'm not really if worried about. First, it. I didn't love the buy before Charleston Southern, but I think you made the point that if you do make the AC championship game, and if Florida sucks, you kind of might have like a two or three week ramp up to the yeah. AC championship game. Yeah, which you is get bad. healthy. Hey, it won't even matter if you beat Florida or not. If you win the ACC, uh, you're true. in the playoffs. Uh, what expectations do you guys have? That would be for- great if they just Norvell just sat 
Load yeah, management. treated it like the game <laughs> just, week 17 in the NFL. Just won the conference. Yeah, just go beat us by 50. We don't care. We're yeah. ready for next week. That's funny. Uh, Henry writes, and this is your fault, Corey, but I like it. What expectations do you guys have for Dong City this year? <laughs> and I assume he's talking about the Florida Gulf Coast yeah, team. The, the, I think they lost most of those guys, so the, they might not be as the good. The Dongs have to be replaced. Yeah. Um, I, Dong you know, the baseball City. team, you know, we'll see a lot of uh, – I think I think offensively I 20, they're going to be good. It's 26 new guys. Yeah, offensively I think they're going to be good. I don't know if they can pitch, but offensively I think they're going to be good. Yeah. Well, they're starting with some pretty good bats to start off with. So Yeah, Let's Tibbs go. and Ferrer are good. Oh, and Cam Smith good. is good. Uh, Tibbs and Ferrer are like All-American You know, I've good. loved Tibbs forever. Just to watch him swing a bat is a thing. Yeah, you have a, you have a trio there that's probably one of the best. I think Wake has got the best one, but uh, Florida State's got one of the best trios in the conference. What, I'm, what I'm interested in seeing, and I know that uh, – We've got some baseball content coming out here in the not-too-distant future. Uh, I'm scheduled to talk to Link, uh, I think, next week uh, in an interview. But, I, you know, one thing we know about him, and, and it, we've had the good fortune to talk to him and just you talk to people around him, he really hated, and I, he'll never say this, but I know it had to eat at him, that he didn't have guys that played positions. He had a lot of guys who were out of position. He had to put together a roster, you know, a lineup. Yeah. But nobody was like that guy's a first baseman. No, he's not. He's not a first. I've been complaining about this for some time. Um, this guy's a. He wants players that come in ready made at a spot. That's how they're going to recruit. That's how yeah. they're going to recruit. That's their goal. Like, find me a guy who is a second baseman. I don't have to worry about what where where to put him. Don't mm. give me a guy who can just hit, yeah. but I don't have a position for him. I want a dude who can pick up the ball at his position. He's good at that. Man, it's been so long since we picked up the baseball. I I've been tired of this. I'm that guy who never stops talking about it. But we. Picking up the baseball and it's yeah. impossible to watch. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, this you can't is marry that a, with bad base running. This is going to be an interesting. In some degree, it almost feels like you're one to me because the roster he inherited. I mean, right, it was just right. it was it was kind of a mess. And, and and so he and he didn't do a great job of attacking the portal probably when he got the job. I mean, no. they're, they're they just. They were ill-equipped to compete last year as a baseball team. It was the worst season in school history. Yeah. They were 12th in it the was, conference and hitting, like, no, 12th in pitching, 13th in runs scored, and dead last in fielding. Hard to win a lot of baseball games. Yeah, it's crazy they that's won a, 20. That's a tough trick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so when a, you're not good at anything. I mean, I just think of the fact that we went through that baseball season after that basketball season. Like, we I had did, that I felt happen. it. I still feel it. It still back bothers to back. me. Yeah. yeah, it hurts. It's a good thing we were so anticipatory about the football season. So now basketball got better. It's better. Yeah, it's better. It's, uh, it's, don't it's, give me an ad. No, no, no. It's better. To a year ago, it's world's no, better. No, no. It's world's better, but they're yeah. not good. No, and but they're they're they're, they're at least watch. watchable they're and they compete. No, no, no. no. I I, I haven't yeah. said anything bad about basketball in the last several weeks. So yeah. it'd be nice if baseball has a good. Now that people would be like, well, we can't have baseball be good because then yes, you can. Then football's going to no, go no, no. They're not going to be hurt by it. You can be good. No, they're really good in the nineties. Baseball team was. You could do both. Actually. You should. In fact, yeah. I expect it. You don't get off scot free. Got to be better than what they were a year ago. Now, again, that was year one. I'm not. All, I'm not crazy. I don't think you should be fired. But they got to be a hell of a lot better than that. That yeah. was unwatchable. It softball I, team will be good. <laughs> it will be. They, they are. I just talked to good. Lonnie today. They're. Yeah. Uh, they got a. Uh, I think they had the best freshman class in the country, even better than Oklahoma's. They had, it wasn't a huge class though. It was six, including the number two player in the country, and then four other girls that were in the top uh, fourteen in the country. So Tony wants to know. Did you guys see the North Carolina quotes from their BOG meeting? After everything they've said about the FSU uh, Board of Trustees meeting, now they're just going to say the same exact things? Tony, at the time that we had people in the ACC push back, the blowback from the comments that Florida State's uh, administration had made, I said, 
Don't pay it any attention. They're all going to say this. They're all hypocrites. The second they have an opportunity to get the hell out of this deadbeat conference, right. they're going to do it. This is what happens all the time. And if you want to be first at something, you've got to wear it. You're going to wear a beating. If you're, if you're innovative, this is what happens. Right. If you go about doing business in a different way, this is what happens. If you are the one that leads the charge, you have to take all the bullets. And it yeah, sucks. it's like well, Steve Jobs. Florida State's right. like the modern-day Steve Jobs. Yeah. Innovative, smart, out in front of it. Yep, changing the way America does business. Yeah, I, I do think though the when last year again around this time when there was the in the spring the talk of the magnificent seven mm. and that Florida State was talking to six other it's schools. A good song by the Clash in North yeah. Carolina. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and so it was six other schools were involved in that. And I think what happened though was I think Florida State realized. They weren't all going to seven make the run for the hills together. No. So Florida State had to Those do this. Those cowards are going to be – and they're going, come on! Yeah. We got to charge now! They're well, like, go, Florida State, go! go we'll meet <laughs> up with you. Let it. Let us know. Yeah. Well, there's – and there's – honestly, there's the most pressure on this administration because this, this school cares. I mean, this school – everything kind of swirls around football. I yes, mean, it does. And so – it is. Yes, it it's a big deal. I imagine that's and why there's a. That's uh, not the case at NC State. A closed State. door shout shouting right. match between yeah. athletic directors yeah. is when the guy yeah. at Boston Colleges is telling you to know your role and yeah. like you have no idea. You don't even. Yeah. You're not even AD. Yeah. We, we're, this is apples and pine straw. If you were you're Alfred, running, if you were Alfred, department, yeah, over there it would have been funny College. if Alfred had done that. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Why are you talking? <laughs> Anyhow, Isn't there a hockey goes, puck yeah, to go by? What are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah, it would be impossible, right? All right. Smooth Noel writes, what up, fellas? Seems clear that Norvell is giving the opportunity to Portier and Williamson in particular with their injury history. Um, no, uh, if they are injured again in the spring, do you move on from them? Well, I don't know if they can move on from them. I mean, if, they, if they're hurt, they're hurt. Yeah, but if they're hurt they're, and they get passed over, they may move on. Yeah. You know? That's, if, yeah. If, if, it, if, if, if Malik Benson is the real deal, if Jalen Brown, if these guys are legit and some of those guys don't, you know, equate themselves well during the spring, then, yeah, you might see a couple of those guys. I would think the, the wide receiver room and the offensive line room will both have a, a few more entries into the portal when it's all over just because of the simple math. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's just math involved now. Uh, who, Pittman writes, um, who impressed you the most? Is it mo Micah? No. Oh. Who it impressed Michael? you? No. Okay. Who impressed you the most out of the newcomers' interviews this morning? Uh, Benson. Malik Benson. Yeah. yeah. Although Ferguson was real impressive, too. I mean, they're all fine, but but I, I, I what I liked about Malik Benson was um, just the you could tell he was like really thoughtful, like he was thinking yeah. about what he was going to say, and and I thought Ferguson was. And too. I was telling you, I bet he's never talked to the media before because Hutchinson, Kansas, doesn't get a lot of media. I wouldn't think, and then Nick's not going to let anybody. He doesn't let the first year players talk, so that was probably the first media setting he had been. in. I thought he did a really good job. How good do you think he's going to be? The fact that he's, I mean, the number one JUCO player thing. I'm like, okay, well. Sometimes that turns out, sometimes that doesn't turn right, out. Right. But the fact that he started half the season in Alabama. Yeah, it's not a bad sign. I mean, he didn't have a ton of catches, but they had two other guys that did. And they also had not a great a quarterback. quarterback yeah. They didn't have a very good quarterback. Right. Uh, so I think he's going to be very good. And I think that any time that you're grabbing players from LSU or Alabama or Georgia, you're probably upgrading the talent floor of your roster. And I, I like taking chances on guys like that. Guys who maybe weren't productive at a place like Alabama or Georgia. Uh, because you know that they had five stars in front of them. They had studs all around them. There are, there are valid reasons they wouldn't have put up big numbers. But you also know, at least in the case of Alabama or in the case of Georgia uh, with Kirby, those guys have the final say on offering a scholarship right. to a player. Yeah. 
I kind of trust their player evaluation. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they may miss sometimes, but it's I'm going to take my chances that they probably got it right when they did the eval. And I, Corey and I were talking about this before the show. I also think, you know, Alabama, because of what it became and because of Nick Saban, who he is, they're getting to pick the best of the best, not just in terms of talent, but also like sharp kids. Makeup. Yeah, you know, yeah, kids that are serious, that are focused. And I thought that came through from those two guys for sure. I thought Ferguson was great. It might have been you that asked him about not playing a lot at Alabama. Yeah. And he's like, look, just the guys you see on Saturday, they didn't win every rep that was a good line. those weeks in practice. Like there were other people winning reps. Nobody won all their reps, right. even the guys you see on television. Basically saying, like, yeah, I kind of held my own against these these really good defensive linemen, too, which is a good thing to say. Um, okay, let's see. Zio writes, Bucky's or Wawa? Bucky's is too much. It's a lot. It's, it's just almost, too much. But it's almost like a trip, though. It's like it you're going is. on a yeah, Sometimes I just want to get vacation. gas and get get a, a water and some Funyuns or they something. They should have fast passes. You know, no lie. Well, I mean, Absolutely. Is, if you want a pork sandwich, I mean, get it your is a pass. madhouse in there. What? I, I don't need a, a a sombrero and a kayak. I, I just want <laughs> I just want some water and some funyuns. I think you should buy a sombrero and a kayak. <laughs> it is a bit weird. And my wife likes to make us go if we're driving up to Atlanta. We stop at that Bucky's and we all the time. It's I'm a like, one why? time I thing. I don't need so to like, do it every time. Do it don't once. Need to do just it do every it time. once just to give have me, the experience. Give me the busy beat. It brings me back to I when I was a kid because we used to drive from Miami to New York every summer, Woo. and we'd always stop at the south of the border before we realized it was racist. And so we would go. What, what gave that away? <laughs> well, when I was like six, man. <laughs> no, I didn't you know. didn't know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we would always, and it was just like, there was nothing there. We were just stopping at like a Coke. Yeah, there's nothing But there. for whatever reason, as a kid, I felt like, oh, this is an event. We're going to the south of the border. Yeah. And I feel like that way at Bucky's, like let's without the racism, possibly. But I, and I'm possibly. just like, like let's yes, let's go. <laughs> but and I, then when you leave Bucky's, you feel like you survived. Thirty-five like you get a minutes later, yeah, it's thirty-five minutes later. The problem is you can't go in there with kids. No, they get well, they're like they're just running around like ah, like it's an amusement park, and it's really frustrating to me because Clark, my youngest, struggles to lock in. <laughs> Anyhow, he's, he's just like, look at this, look at that bright shirt. Look he's at this. looking at the wall of popcorn. He's looking at the wall of popcorn. It's crazy. And meanwhile, I'm like, can we go? Just get in line with me behind these fat people while we check out. And the let's ones go. on the scooters. It's just driving me nuts. Yeah. I got, we gotta go. That's what Bucky's is missing is the scooters. <laughs> it's got enough space for it. Yeah, I know. They got enough space for it. If, if, uh, if I go into Bucky's and they start having scooters, oh, I'm that's, that's the, that's the last You're finally going to agree with us, right? Well, we're, we're, like, getting Wawa's, though, we're getting Wawa's, though, guys. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm, I, yeah, people know my feelings on the gas stations in this town <laughs> yes, we do. forever, so I'm very excited about I think you're going to be Wawa's. scared of Wawa, the too. The problem's at the Wawa's. It's too bright. It's too bright. Of course, too much light at <laughs> too the big, Wawa. Too bright a target. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> I'm blinded by the I like being in the shadows where they can't get their sights on me. That's right. <laughs> Timothy writes, love the show, guys. Finally, John Swafford is being called out publicly for how awful he was. Just wanted your thoughts on FSU's amended lawsuit against the ACC. Well, I can tell you, Timothy, uh, we already answered that six ways to Sunday on today's show. <laughs> First, First 20 minutes. And it's good, and it's fun, and I thought it was great, too. And I sat there chuckling as I drank my coffee this morning. I was like, oh, the gloves are off for real. We got the kid in here. Do you, and- think, do you think Swafford was sending Christmas cards to Florida State administrators like after he left wow. his office? I mean, and Because they're not getting one now. No, and I, I mean, that's just funny. Like, the second that they – I was saying during the break, I was saying to Matthew, I'm like – and before you submit that amended complaint, you know the attorneys had to be like, now, 
Are we sure, guys, that we want yeah. to send this? We're hitting send I, on I this. Hitting send on I almost, this? I almost called some people last night like, hey, I'm writing this. You guys know this is going to show up. Like, this is going like, to show up. People can read this. <laughs> this lawsuit is going to be public. Do you? There's no way they're in this conference two or three years from now. Well, it's impossible. There's zero chance, That's right? the point You can't I, coexist. You can't say it loud enough. That's yeah. what I've been trying to do, ring yeah. the bell. I'm saying, like, it's over. It is all over but the shout. And the question is, how quick do they come to an agreement and how ugly does it have to well, get? Well, I hope Clemson's in until 2036. At yeah, screw them, right? Yeah, yeah, screw them. I hope they stay. I hope <laughs> they stay out the duration. Corey's the guy. With Dabo. Corey's escaping from prison. He's out and he's kicking back at Clemson as they try to come over yeah, the wall. Yeah, they're too. trying to crawl like, no, the sewer no, hole. No, I don't get to go. I'm I'm, I threw my shirt down. over the razor wire. I'm I the one. dug this tunnel. <laughs> No coming. help from yeah. you. Corey's burying it back up. They're going to get out like uh, Tim Robbins and Shawshank and lift their arms up, and I'm going to tackle them. I'm going to blindside them and send them back in the sewer. Back in the sewer for you. <laughs> you don't you get this. go get the poop is what you I've been. I've been clawing at this thing for 16 years. You get no freedom. I'm out here just ditching rocks in the yard like an a-hole for 20 years and no help. And you just run out yeah. with me. Yeah, I'm depressed every day. No, no, no. It's funny to me, but again, I don't think you can scream it loud enough to me reading your piece today man if you went through that i was brilliant I, I laughed so hard because i thought this is there is no going back you you've just besmirched the man's leg you've attacked his <laughs> legacy and then told everybody that his son is nonsense <laughs> this, <laughs> his son is nonsense <laughs> his son's a nepo chad, baby chad could be a hard worker guys oh, uh, poor chad perhaps some <laughs> headlines 93.3 real talk radio or chad tv continues in a moment Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Quick, uh, this one's a good one. I like this. Jason writes uh, from Charlotte. Love the show, as always. Two fun random off-season questions. Who are you pulling for, quote-unquote, next season in the UF Miami game? Mm. Nobody's pulling for anybody, but I think I would pull for... Florida. I don't know. Miami's going to be better than Florida. Florida's got at least six losses on their schedule already. I don't think it matters who you pull for. Yeah. I think Florida's going to lose. I think Florida is going to lose. It's at the swamp, But I can still pull for them. I think. (laughs) Is it? I think it's at the swamp. It is in the swamp. Yeah. Didn't really matter. I mean, Arkansas walked into the swamp. Tate Rodemaker Rodemaker walked into the swamp. Lots of people walked into the swamp and did whatever they wanted to do. You're right. uh, (laughs) But I'm just saying. That Arkansas team the week before had scored three points. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Three. Yeah. They scored 38 against Florida in the swamp, Corey. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I guess Florida. Pull is a strong <laughs> word there. I, I don't know about that. The second part of what he wants to know is, in regards to analytics, Jeff was talking about, if you were in Bowden's shoes for the choke at Doak and we score that late touchdown, would you have kicked to tie or gone for two after the comeback? So eternal question. The real question is: you need they needed to do what they did, what they do now, and they when they made it thirty-one to twenty-three is when they should have gone for two because you only got to get one of the next two to tie the game anyway, which is what it ended up. But I don't think you go for two because I feel like they scored that tying touchdown with like a minute and a half left. There was yes, there was, and then Spurrier never punts because he would have been down by a point. You know what I mean? You got the ball back. Yeah. 
also, you came all the way back there. That felt like yeah. a loss for right. Florida that's and a the, win for Florida yeah, State. That's the argument so, for, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, but if like if it would have been the last play of the game, like Brian Kelly had in the Superdome, I think you'd probably go for two because holy cow, you know, maybe I think. But I don't think – I think with a minute and a half left, it would never really make sense to go for – there's too much football left. Do you think, get the ball back. How did Bowden – like those two-point conversions failing against Miami, how did that affect him later? I never asked him, don't did know. You, did you sense anything? He never really had a lot of chances. He never had a lot of chances. Yeah. There weren't too many moments where you can pinpoint, oh, he clearly was affected and here's right. here's how I know that. You don't really have yeah. that opportunity. They were uh, really good in the 90s. They didn't – there weren't a lot of close, close games. games. Yeah. And the mm. ones that were close, they, you know, lost. Uh, a lot of them. Sean writes, more of a request here, gentlemen. Any chance you can highlight baseball position groups leading up to opening day? Yes, there is. Looks like uh, our pitching staff is taking a big step forward, and power hitting will be the source of the offense. What say you? Well, I, I think they're going to score, Sean. I just said that. I think they'll hit and hashtag elite headliner. Um, and he says he's improved the athleticism. So, yeah, you might, I, it may not just be all be power. Yeah, I think that's there. That's fine. Is uh, the Cam Davis kid playing? Yeah. He's on the baseball team, right? Oh, 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 not this year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he would be this spring. But isn't he? He's here, but he's, he's going, going through tour duty and stuff. I don't know if he would do it this time. I think he pl- I think he wants to play baseball, but I don't know if he would well, do it now. He's a big-time dude. I thought he was a pretty big-time baseball guy. I bet he. That would help. I was just saying that would help the athleticism a little bit. I think they're going to hit. I actually, Sean, I have more questions about whether or not they're going to pitch. He's under the impression that he thinks it's going to be much better um, in the rotation. Do you think that? And they've got guys that have pitched a lot. Yeah, and they brought in some guys. (laughs) Yeah, they they do do have that. (laughs) Well, what's his name? Could be good. Uh, Ballmeister, lighter, and lighter, and then Whitaker's back. Lighter could be really good. And he's still on the team. Ballmeister's gone, right? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Sean, we're not. We've been dialed into basketball, and it's okay. Next week, we'll ask the question again. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get it. We'll we get still it right. got a. We still got a couple weeks till opening day. Ryan writes, "Who's the bigger ACC villain, Flanagan, Reddick, or Swaff? Oh, Swafford. Who are the other two? Flanagan and Reddick. JJ Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he always could be one. Yeah, I, don't I wish I didn't like his podcast as much as I do. I, I mean, I always, I always respected JJ Reddick. Yeah, he was just such a. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty unlikable when he was yeah but i also respected christian leitner he was very very unlikable but he was also awesome yeah he was good i mean every time you watch games you're like oh man's dropping 30 again apparently yeah Um, he's one of the more unlike i would say leitner's probably the most unlikable duke player of all time the only thing is though hating leitner made me like him more because he recognized why he, he was relished hated. it. He relished it. He was like a dude. I love pro a wrestler. heel who's not afraid to be a heel. And makes like, the come shots. Come on, bring it. And makes all the shots. Oh, and has yeah. a perfect game in the national yeah. championship or the semifinal. Yeah, I mean, come on. You guys know how I feel about scrappy white guys. So Bobby Hurley's number one on the list. Yeah, yeah. Bobby was annoying. Slap the ground one more time. It Bobby. was hard. Well, Slap Wo- Woj slapped Woj. the ground more than him. Woj was worse than him, by the way. Mm-hmm. Woj was always because Woj wasn't as good. Yeah, he as wasn't Bobby as Hurley. good as Bobby, Bobby Hurley. That's was right. Yeah. Awesome. Bobby Hurley right. was a really good player. Yeah. Go you need Woj. to go after go Woj. Woj. Go after Woj. Chris Collins too is sneaky, mm. really annoying because <laughs> yeah. he was not good at all. Period, and he was always slapping the floor, <laughs> acting like he belonged. Chris also missed a big shot here in Tallahassee. Oh, did he? Yeah, well, from point blank range, he missed a lot of and shots. We won the game. Do you think? Do you think like in the later years when Kay's got all these one and done guys, he's like in? They're like. Now slap the floor. I miss the now, floor slappers. Can, you, can somebody flap, slap the floor? I don't know that Zion ever slapped the floor. <laughs> no. <laughs> can we put on he would have hurt film? himself. <laughs> Speaking of, we've had a lot of references to fat today. Zion, 
come on, man. It's not hard. You're losing portions of your contract because you can't put the chips down. It's crazy how good he would. He'd be, he's unguardable he'd as be. it is. I mean, he's a mountain. He's, a, he's unguardable as it is. Imagine if he was like in great basketball uh, yeah, shape. Decent shape. Just reasonably decent, but decent he's shape. Not, he's not in scooter shape yet, though. No, no, but, no, but he's going I, that route. Five years after he retires, yes. that's arthritis, <laughs> knee replacements, scooter at Disney. Yeah. That's my man. <laughs> No chance he's making it much beyond that. Uh, Josh writes, picture this. It's January 2025. FSU has just won the ACC and the national title. How adversarial will those post-game festivities be with Alfred Norvell and the commissioner, Jim Phillips? I I don't think he'd be there. What's up? I don't think he'd be there. Like like if Florida State wins the ACC championship this year, you don't have to have – there's no law that says the commissioner has to hand them the trophy. The commissioner just doesn't need to be there. And they can leave it on the but podium. But he seemed like he was enjoying it so much. Right, exactly. So what's even the point of this? It's a charade. So just put the put the trophy on the podium and then walk away. And when Norvell makes it over there after the handshake line, he can pick it up himself. Yeah, because right now, I mean, in the ACC's, in the ACC's lawsuit, we're not really talking about it because we don't know what it's going to mean. But they, they're requesting that FSU not be involved in discussions anymore in the conference. Like, they want awesome. FSU to not even be Guys, like a voting member. Anymore. How great is it when we go to the ACC kickoff this awesome. year in Charlotte? Mm. The three of us rolling what into should we Charlotte. Wear? NWO shirts or whatever. I mean, like, this is yeah, going I'm to be... Yeah, I'm down for that. Or Reservoir Dog stuff. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I wonder, because, you know, some of those writers, we won't name names, really do embrace the ACC like it was of them. It's who they are. They love the and ACC. And I worry about you going a little too far and, like, shoving Andrew Carter into a garbage can or something. Well, let's not do that. We I get like along Andrew. with Andrew just fine. I'm, I'm, yeah. worried, about, I'm yeah. worried about him. Well, we wouldn't let him can, do that. He can be a little snooty, but I get along with Andrew just fine. Yeah, we wouldn't let okay. him do that. No, I wouldn't do that to him. Because he represents are, Warchan. He doesn't just represent himself. Well, there Birch. are other ACC writers that I would like to have a conversation with and talk show hosts yeah. who had a lot of interesting things to say about yeah. Florida State when they filed suit. It'll be great when their schools leave, too. Well, they are. And that's the thing. I was like, how short-sighted are you? Every discussion I had, some of those guys are good talk show hosts, too. Some of those guys are really, you've referenced one before. How are you show, so short-sighted? How do you not see what's at stake here? What's funny it's about everything. that, it, and I'll mention it by name because I don't know what station he's on anymore, but he does the YouTube show, Joe Ovies, who was in Raleigh forever, and I think is a very good host. So he he's ripped Florida State oh, for the last six months. Goes on and on and on and on. But go look at his YouTube video after uh, the snub. He goes final nail in ACC coffin. That's the headline they, of their they, YouTube they, video. They've changed their narrative. Him, the guy Luke DeCock, who writes for one of the North Carolina papers. Like a lot of them, turn especially when they added Cal and Stanford uh, into the conference and SMU into the conference. It took that for a you lot guys of, to wake the hell up. A lot up. of those media Come then turned to, okay, this thing's a joke. What right. Well, doing? but even then he was still giving FSU grief after having a YouTube video that said FSU or final, final nail in the, the ACC coffin. It's like, yeah, man, that's what we've been trying to tell you. This football league isn't going to be, t- it's not tenable anymore. No. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't mean that we hate the state of North Carolina. Football. It's just this has passed them by. It's not tenable for a place like Florida State. And they anymore. have to know it, and I feel like they've been dishonest in their debates in the past, and that drives me nuts. Like their purpose, Some of them are smart enough to know better. Good work out of you. Great work out of you as well. He gets great, great work. Well, yeah. great work out of everybody here. Better mostly, work out of Matt. Mostly okay. great work out of Great, me. great, great. I was average today, guys. Yeah, you were. I was average today. I'll try to do better next time. Please do. Great work out of you guys listening average and watching. Average by your standards. That's true, average by which your is standards, way yeah. above Corey's. Yeah, yeah there we go. That's true. <laughs> that was great for me. Bye-bye. Peace.